Hello and welcome to episode six of the Sun Soul Podcast. That is much better. So- I'm yelling. Yeah, good. No. No, you were just like way too quiet. You gotta just you gotta you gotta speak with you know some oomph. I mean it. everything I say, no matter how loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened to my pen. What'd you do this week? Is what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah, I uh Found let's it. see. I decided to go back from hourly pricing to individual pricing in the salon. I decided to join a balayage certification program, Masters of Balayage. I also decided to sign up for some more continuing education online. And that's what I've been doing for the last however many days. And my schedule changed. I don't work nights anymore. So that's pretty nice. Hell yeah. My schedule is fucking jam-packed now. It's completely filled. Oh, man. (sighs) I'm feeling it, though. I am so tired. Well, that's because it's actually like uh, 10.52. Oh, yeah. It's regular time now. I don't understand why they call it daylight savings. This is not... Daylight savings just ended. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we weren't really saving daylight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, I don't understand. You're just save you were saving daylight for the commute times of whenever everyone would be at work. That's kinda stupid. I don't understand it. You're not supposed to understand it in twenty twenty two. You could have understood it in the nineteen forties. That's wrong. Yeah. I could not have understood it. My brain cannot capacitate. Capacitate. What do you mean capacitate? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a word. Cuckled. I know. <laughs> I'm supposed to say words that I don't know what they mean. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. Well. That had me cuckled. I do, I do know one thing. Is I had to go back. Uh, oh, man. I got to stop yawning. I can't even think straight. Um. Oh. I'm really good at the game CSGO. I learned that today. Okay, well, every time you say CSGO, for some reason I think that the emblem would be a rubber duck. Is that what you think? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why, but I feel like the logo is a rubber duck, like duck, duck, goose. CSGO, duck, duck, goose. (laughs) CSGO, quack, quack. Yep. (laughs) No, it's Is it uh, a duck logo? No, it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, but, like, whenever the game starts up or whatever, and there's, like, that weird graphic, and then it goes into the game. You know what I'm talking about? The one with the duck? I'm trying to remember what that is. I know. I know that's there what, is one with a duck. That's what I'm, I imagine. No, it does not have that. It's it's for, it's just a CSGO, and then it loads into the menu. But That's lame. Oh, yeah. For being a video game with, like, digital art, whatever. I mm-hmm. feel like they need to be a little bit more into their graphic there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, they just want to, no one really gives a shit about a loading screen. They just want to get you they in do. the game. They do care about a loading screen. Yeah. Because the more empty it is, the more impatient you are for the next screen. Think that, about it. That, 
No. <laughs> yeah, if there's more stuff on the screen that I'm going to look at, I won't notice if it takes a little longer to load. I don't know about all that. I don't know if you if you haven't even started the game yet and yeah. you just started loading it. No, I think you're just sitting there going like this going, I don't care, hurry up, get me in. But anyway, I'm really good at CS:GO. I did the craziest shit ever. I'm on the bomb site by myself. All I got's a pistol. And three bad guys, the last three bad guys come in to plant the bomb. And I let the first two pass. And then another one comes from the other side. And they don't see me. And I just go tap, tap, tap. All three of them killed. Three taps. Three kills. It was so gangster. And that was the highlight of my day. That and Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah, I mean, I got to eat Longhorn twice, so. You're winning. Yep. What'd you eat? I had spicy chicken bites. If you guys haven't been to Longhorn Steakhouse, you need to go. And if you get anything, you have to get the spicy chicken bites. They they raised their prices though. Now they're six forty nine. It's an appetizer. And if you just got four of those, you'd probably be fine. You could just eat that. You'd be very happy. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. They're not very spicy. They're like tangy. Is that the word? Do, or do you think they're spicy? I mean, they're just sweet and spicy. Like they're, they're so sweet. good. They're very good. It's it's one of my favorite things. That is my favorite thing, I think. But uh so this balayage thing, what what's this certification all about? Is it one of those things where you just go, "Hey, I or is it one of those classes where the person that does the class is like, hey, I'm popular. I'm just going to charge people to show them how I do things. No. So what makes this person legit? Well, it's a whole program. So like it's 12 weeks long. You learn all the different kinds of techniques there is to balayage, which now, I mean, I couldn't count them all with all the different techniques that are available out there. And then they show you like um, how to properly do things, how to use different tools to your advantage so that you're working smarter, not harder. It's just a lot of um, different things and different ways to do things, which I mean, anybody can come up with that, but like to have it all in one place for me. And then at the end, I am going to be certified. And it's one of those certifications that like um, other people like hairstylists and even clients, whenever they look at that, it's it's definitely like a certification that sets you apart from somebody else because balayage is such like a particular service. And I do have balayage right now, like, and I do a lot of balayage, but my thing is I just want to take it to another level and be able to offer even more services um, because there's some balayage techniques that I don't offer. Like I don't offer an air touch balayage, um, which is kind of crazy. You like weave the hair and then you use a blow dryer to like fan out the hair that you're not going to balayage and then you just do what's left. So like that's a whole thing. Like that takes so long and I, I am not trained in that so Seems I don't offer that. The biggest turnoff about thinking if I was to put myself in the shoes of a hairstylist is how tedious that shit is. The yeah, other I, day. I would go crazy. The other day I did a color correction pretty much. It was four hours long. And I weaved through her whole head and just put um, some lightener and 30 volume on a band 
that was in her hair from a grown out root that was like four inches from her scalp. So I literally foiled her whole hair like one inch. Then I went back through and did the two inches above that. But I still didn't do the root yet because the root lifts too much. So I went through, painted the whole band. Then I did the part above it. Then I went back through and did her roots because her roots were like level two, which if you don't remember me saying is almost black. And then I had to go back through and color all of her ends because our end result is blonde. So it was like I went through her hair those four times and then I had to go through and do that same thing again to tone it. Damn. Yeah, I I colored her whole head five times in four hours. (laughs) I like went through it all at least section by section. And that's pretty fast. I feel balayage, like a, I feel like a lot of take. people take longer. Um, my balayage is about for a full balayage and a haircut and a styles three hours, and then a partial balayage is like two. Gotcha. Yeah, you should do one of those to my hair. No. Should give me a balayage. No. I would be gorgeous. No. Um, I thought I had a notepad here, but I I scribbled. Um. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Last week, we're going to talk about ghosts. That's right. We were going to talk about ghosts. That's what I had on this other page right here. Bam. All right, Ian, tell us your ghost experience. No, we should honestly... No. Um. So my ghost experience. I'll, I'll, I'll hold my thought. Ghost experience. My ghost experience, not really. You'll start, uh, start with your ghost experience because my ghost experience is... Pretty dumb. With the candle? The candle? That fell on the floor? It was the light that it was the the seat turned on and the and the bathroom light turned on. Something fell on the floor in the kitchen. Yeah, and that shattered. was that was um I guess it might have been that might have been the candle. But it was in the same house there was like a I don't know what you call it. You got the so you have the door that go like to a mudroom, but there's a thing hanging on the wall, and it's like tiny little shelves, like little three sets of shelving stacked on top of each other. You can put like keys and lighters and shit in there, just little things. And a, dr- uh, a junk cabinet. <laughs> it's it's literally just like one, two, three, and you put a tack in and hanging up on the wall. But that entire thing just fell on the floor as well. And then the next night, I'm in the bedroom. The, the like three bed bunk beds and I'm up on the top bunk and then uh the light was off in the in the bathroom and all the bathroom door like everyone's door was cracked to that bathroom because it was in the middle of the house and it was surrounded by three bedrooms there's only one bathroom in this cottage so everyone had the doors cracked, so you knew if someone was using it or not, they'd turn the light on, and then they'd shut all the doors because they didn't lock. So we left the door open, and I'm up top, and I hear all of a sudden the water just, psh, water turns on. I didn't hear a single person get up, and we're all sleeping within five feet of each other. Water turns on. I jump up, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then the fucking light switch, I guess, turned on. The light turned on. And then I'm, like, waking up Marissa, waking up Gage, who they're, like, half awake. And I'm, like, guys, what the fuck was that? So I roll out of the bunk, jump down, and go into the bathroom. And the string, the pull string for the light switch is, like, 
fucking it was almost like someone pulled it and walked away and let go and it like was springing around it was like swinging around like someone just like launched it and then i was like what the fuck and i shut the door and then uh that was it and that was spooky but looking back i still don't believe in ghosts i think i just caught somebody going to the bathroom late not realizing it and then I didn't want it to be weird walking in on someone in the bathroom. I don't, I don't think that's it. Yeah. I, I think know. it was a ghost. I did uncover their entire garden. They had an old garden bed and like flowers and yeah. a little, it, it, the flowers obviously weren't there anymore, but like there was pictures of this garden bed hanging up on the wall. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? There's none of that. And this cottage is like a hundred years old and it's right off this lake. It was totally a ghost. I go outside. I just I uh, take a like a hoe that was in the in the shed, and I just poked in. And they had there was tiny little stones that after so long, after all the years, got buried. And I uncovered this entire garden bed and everything with all these bricks and all these stones. And this is their family home for generations. And like I made the you be- found graves. No. I found oh, like I thought that's where the no, story I, no. was going. I found like the whole like I uncovered a grave in the backyard. They had like though. this whole landscaping thing that got buried over the years, and I I created a very valuable moment for that family. They were like, "Holy shit, we had no idea this was out here." And I showed them the pictures, like, "Look," and I, I totally fucked their yard up. <laughs> but they uncovered all these blocks. It that's was so cool. Funny. They were like woven in and patterns and stuff. But yeah, that's my only ghost story. Yeah. Other than that, I went ghost hunting one time. I tried to go ghost hunting one time. I went with you. Yep. There was a time where I went with Gage. I went with him. Yeah. I think I was with you. There was another time that we went with Gage. And then we were going north. This was south. And then, well, we went south, but we were getting on the highway to come back up north. And there was that creepy guy. Yeah, so... Do you remember that? No. The truck? Mm-mm. There was a truck that had followed us for a long time, and then whenever we got onto the highway, he, like, sped up next to us, and then he, like... I don't know. It was weird. I remember the whole interaction was scary. <sighs> we thought he was going to follow us. Well... He followed did... us for a really long time. I don't remember that. I must have been messed up or something. I don't know. So you didn't go to the South ghost hunting thing with us. Remember, we went down Highway B and then turned on, I think, Ten House. And took Ten House all the way to, like, the deep valley between DeSoto and Hillsborough. We were in DeSoto. So were you there when we saw a super trailer? When the guy, we were going down, like, we had to go down a, I think we were going there. We had to go down a creek. Yeah, it, we, we were going to go back there, we and then dr- we didn't. I went back there. Yeah. Well, no, you guys were telling me about that when I went with you and we were going to go there and then we ended up going somewhere else. Okay. So this is like one of those dirt roads that turns into a rock road that turns, it's like, or dirt road that turns into gravel that turns into just rock. And then you're at the bottom of this hill and you hit like just a concrete slab that the water just overruns whenever it rains a lot. And you just drive over that onto the other side of the creek. And you take that up just the slightest, maybe 20-foot tall hill. And the next thing you know, you are in the most... I mean, we're talking 
15 minutes driving on dirt, rock, and all this shit. And then you finally find a trailer. There's like a trailer. And then like 100 feet down, there's another trailer. You keep going. And there was just like five trailers lined up. Then you get to the end where it's just a a cul-de-sac made out of gravel. So we stop and we go to turn around and we stay on the right whenever we swing around. And then there is a fucking trailer with another trailer on top of it. Mm-hmm. With a metal staircase rigged outside where they made a two-story trailer with an outdoor staircase. That is so cool. And whenever we turn around, I was like, holy fucking shit, look at that. It's like a meth mansion. And then we see a guy walk out of the top door and shit our fucking pants and just floored it. Probably fucked my... We did fuck my car up. We ended up only having that car like a couple weeks after that. It was Black Mamba. We had Black Mamba. And, uh, yeah, we saw a guy was like, oh, my God, we're going to (laughs) die. He just fucking drove off. Uh, That was the last time we went there. But it was epic. It was fucking epic seeing the trailer on top of the other trailer. Yeah, that's wild. I never did that. I did go to this one place with a bunch of people um, in South County somewhere. It's supposed to be like if you cross the bridge that you'll see all the ghosts like down the road. Like, oh, yeah. It's supposed to be terrifying, but we actually never ended up walking over the bridge because the cops came. Mm-hmm. Because they said that we well, should not go down there or something. Like, so much it, was the da- it was one. dangerous. Yeah. It was super dangerous because uh, there is a river right next door to where it was. So, like, this was in South County, and then... Yeah, I mean, it was creepy. I wasn't going to go. There was no way. I looked down that road, and I was like, I could feel it. (laughs) I am not going. But I feel like I can feel energy, and Ian does not. (laughs) I did feel energy. I can feel energy. I can read people's emotions. That's what... I can feel energy. That's the energy I feel. I feel energy, too. It's like an aura. If I have it or I don't have it. It's an aura. I don't feel auras. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't see, I, you don't see auras. You're right. You don't see them. You feel them. I feel an aura. You, how do you feel an aura? You can feel it. I think you see an aura. No, you can feel someone's aura. What kind they give off. You, see, you, see, don't, this is, you don't get it. I don't get it because it's not a thing. That is a thing. I don't believe in any of this. Okay. Well, I had a terrifying experience. I've had several encounters where I believe in ghosts. And I believe that there are bad things. Bad ghosts. But I won't call them demons. <laughs> I wanna is there one encounter of anyone dying from a ghost? I if I would have been older and this would have happened, I probably would have had a heart attack, yes. I don't think it works like that. I think it does work like that. Because okay, so anyways, back to how it started. How it started was, I was born. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, suddenly, I was awake. <laughs> I, uh, I woke up. No. Aaron Hannon from the office, if anyone doesn't catch the drift there. Um, but yeah, I was born, and then I lived at this house off of Highway 21 in uh, Barnhart. And the house I lived in at the time was great. My neighbors were like Native American people. They were kind of strange. 
but they were cool but they were kind of strange like i used to just go over there and hang out with the old lady my mom would like get in the shower and i'd leave the house and be like next door and my mom would be freaking out when she got out of the shower because she didn't know where i went and she went next door and i was in the old lady's house so they were strange because they would let a young kid just come over and just sit there and, and just hang out with them yes and not be like does your parents know you're here What's yeah going on Is it was weird wrong? and then they kept telling they kept telling my mom i had an old soul and that she could learn a lot from me and all this other weird stuff like it just got weirder mm-hmm. so i am like I don't know, two and a half, three. Because I remember when I was two, because my dad let me watch some scary movies and like I, I'm traumatized forever. I watched Scream and Hollow Man when I was two. And yes, I do remember when I was two years old because I remember sitting in the living room watching those movies <laughs> and I was terrified ever since. So then like I'm three and four and whenever I was about three, I developed... A friend, uh, an imaginary friend that I could still to this day draw a picture of her. Like I literally remember what this person or whatever, if my imagination, if my imagination made it up or whatever, I'm literally not about to draw it. (laughs) To draw it. No, (laughs) I'm not bringing that into my life right now. Um, So, yeah, I had this friend and... You know, my mom always knew that I talked to somebody and like she just kind of let it go, whatever. And then there was a couple times that I scared my mom. Like one time she got a phone call that someone had passed away and I was in the back bedroom playing. And I just walked into the kitchen randomly like after she was off the phone and I gave her a hug and I said, it's going to be okay, mom. She's in a better place now. And like I said all this weird stuff and I didn't even know that that was happening. You know, like nobody had told me that that happened. Well, then... Uh, my friend, we were driving on Highway 21 and making a left into my house and my car door flew open and the child lock was on and I had my seatbelt on and I flew out of the side of the car and my face was like, I don't know, six inches from touching the ground. Like my face was touching the part where the door closes right there, the door jam in the car. And I remember just staring at the pavement and we were going so fast. And then whenever I got back up, like I got myself back in the car and I started freaking out and I thought like at the time I remember blaming it on my imaginary friend that she had tried to push me out of the car and my grandma was like there's no one here there whatever and she was freaking out and then my older brother he was saying that he saw his dad save me (laughs) and that's crazy because his dad had passed away so Like, the whole thing was crazy. So then I kept falling off my bunk bed, and I remember telling my mom that, you know, she was pushing me off the bed. My mom didn't believe me. Then one day, we're in the living room, and I'm playing with my toys, and my mom saw a block hit me in the back of the head, and I remember my head flying forward, and I started crying. And I went up to the front door, and I opened it, and I said, I can't play with you anymore. I need you to leave now. And I shut the door and locked it, And then at that time, like, I don't ever remember seeing her again after that or, like, talking to her. And my mom said I just, like, dropped it completely. (laughs) That is so scary. Don't do that. I can't draw for shit, but is this close? No. No. (laughs) That's a really scary picture you drew. (laughs) I can't draw for shit. We'll have to put that one on the gram. I can't draw for (laughs) shit here. So, uh, anyways, then whenever I was, like, seven, I was talking to my mom about it. Um, just because I, I remembered stuff. And then I thought I saw her again one night 
and um, I ran home. I was really scared. Fuck that. Yeah, that whole story is in my book <laughs> because that's like a really long story and kind of messed up. I don't want to talk about it here, but yeah, yeah I, I had that happen. I and just... then whenever I lived at the house on Robin Lane, um, we literally were, d- we would see this old lady in the mirror. Like we would look up randomly in the basement and there'd just be an old lady and we would look away. Me, Steven and Luke all saw it. Damn. They can attest. Huh. We've seen some stuff. I believe in ghosts because of that. Hey, just so you know, in case you didn't hear that, my uh, fantasy team won this week. So, so let me silence my phone. But yeah, well, that's see. And I can't it, believe you I don't feel, believe in ghosts after bad. that's happened. I feel bad because I'm like straight up telling you, like, when I don't believe in ghosts, on the, like, if you were to look at it on paper, your story and then what I believe. I am pretty much saying you're a liar, <laughs> but I want to believe you. <laughs> I am not a liar. And there's a lot of reasons why I want to believe you. So the only thing that would make sense for me in my mind, if I were to try to rule out that there's not ghosts, would be that I was That's in like, such a I'm bad spot. I'm not calling spot. you a liar, by the way. I know, but I'm saying if I were to try to act like ghosts are not real... You know, like if I, you think if that I if felt you that felt way, arrogant or ignorant, no. then or arrogant towards the ghost, the ghost will want to fuck with you more. Is that it? Like, you know what I mean? No, no. I am honestly scared of ghosts and I am scared of that kind of stuff because I had that happen to me. Like, I don't think you understand the kind of energy. And like, whenever I go near that house still to this day, I like am so uncomfortable. You, you know, know what's what I mean? uncomfortable? When it's three, four o'clock in the morning and your fucking dog is under your bed and just, oh, <laughs> she kind of scares you a little bit. And I'm waking up like, oh God, oh fuck. And then I hear it and then I just let it, I just take a minute and I just enjoy it because she is letting out that like inner, that inner fucking primal voice, right? She's just letting it rip. But the thing is, she does it in her sleep, and it's fucking scary. Yeah. Can I tell you what I was going <laughs> to say? She howls in her sleep. So I was going to tell you. She doesn't ever do it awake. I was going to tell you that if I did not believe in ghosts, and I had to come up with a logical explanation for my scenario, it would be that I experienced a lot of traumatic events as a kid, and that was the way that I coped with things, was I created PT- an PTSD imaginary... hallucinations? Well, I pretty much created a figure that was safe or comforting at the time, and then eventually, like, I started to turn, and, you know, the figure started to turn on me, which makes sense, because that's how I felt about life around me. So, like, a part of me believes, and that's why I talked to my therapist about that before, and they were saying that, too, that it could be, like, a trauma response. But at the same time, I'm like, you try to tell me that my trauma response carries blocks and throws them at the back of my head. Like, that's insane. He tries to throw you out of the car doors? <laughs> yeah, that was, like, um, honestly, like, the scariest thing. And then as I got older, like, I don't know, like, 10 or 11... I still, like, felt like I could tell, like, things didn't feel right in some places, and I would leave. Like, I don't stay anywhere that I feel uncomfortable like that. It is, like, really, like, a a weird, like, it's like a dark feeling. 
This sounds like anxiety, in my opinion. I don't know. I think it's just anxiety. Like you just you're uncomfortable because you think something, and you're just anxious. So you're just like, ugh, you're not comfortable. No, like I, sh- I will like literally not even engage with the whole situation. I don't know. Yeah. As far as ghosts go, I only have that one story. So. Well, that, that was it. That was from the Halloween episode. Yeah, that's what we said we were going to talk about. Yeah. Is that all the ghost stories we got? That's all I want to share. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something funny. I once was looking at different houses with Jess, mm-hmm. my friend, and uh, she was trying to find a rental house, and we went in this one in Arnold, and we were looking through it, and it, like the upstairs was fine. Downstairs was okay, like in the basement, but it was unfinished. And there was a bathroom downstairs. We go in the bathroom. There's like a toilet. There's um, the washer and dryer in the bathroom and a sink. And then there's like a, a shower, but no like floor for the shower, just a drain. So like there, it's no separation, hmm. right? It's like what I would envision a prison shower would be like, but I don't know. I can't say that for sure. Cause I don't, I never really asked what those are like. Maybe I should find out. But, um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, uh, that was a call there calling someone out. Let me know how the prison showers are. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> anyways, we're in this bathroom and I look up and I'm like, Jess, no way. And we look up, there's handcuffs to the bars on the ceiling in this bathroom and we're like how much you want to bet they had a hostage down here we try i like looked at them and tried to see and they look like legitimate handcuffs no that or they were into some real kinky stuff no it looked not i don't know not pleasurable i don't know a person who is that tall that could comfortably have their arms that high in the air oh you know what i mean yeah that's weird yeah, and we left. And actually, I might have the picture on my old phone. I took a picture of it. Yeah, that's uh And she did not get that house. I have I've been in some situations where I come across someone's living space and you're just like I feel like I'm I'm going to get like someone's going to see me here and is going to kill me or something. One one time I was super scared as we were shooting the music video for um what the hell was the song a song that with me and Matt and we the were Lou on my back no that was Stein huh. um i can't remember what the fucking song was called anyway we're we so we're over on um we're over on like 4th street where the school was and we go more north and there's like these old shut down, like there's a shut down factory. There's like a, a bunch of like complexes, like that are like an old parking garage or whatever. They look, they demo the staircases so people don't climb up there and like homeless people don't try setting up shop up there, which they do because we totally climbed up there. And dude, we're like a hundred feet in the air. Next thing you know, it's like the only thing separating us. And potentially a homeless guy that's, like, in his spot is 
jumping down 20, 30 feet of stairs. Not saying I was scared of uh, running into a homeless guy, but we show up and there's mattresses in like this, like tucked in this one little room. We climb up. There was already a rope. We climb this rope up to the top. There's mattresses up there, graffiti all over the place, like sick, pretty sick shit. Like this whole mural that I guess you could see if you had like binoculars across the river. But this whole thing, and it was showing off to the whole outside towards the river. But the scary thing that happened was it was me, Matt, Dominic, Stein, uh, Rashad, Xavier, and uh, shit, who else? Uh, Sam, who was filming. I don't know. I feel like Nigel was there. I don't think he wasn't there. Um, not that day. Maybe Steve-O. I don't remember. Oh, Brennan. Uh, Jenny Craig. And we're all, like, all over this one complex. And we're at the very top. And there was another one to the northeast, maybe 500 yards away. Identical building. But they've both been torn down forever. And we see three guys on the top of this fucking thing. And they're, like, not, they're, like, dressed up looking at each other and like something sketchy was happening i'm pretty sure it was like a drug deal or something or someone was getting held up somewhere or like got chased up and was pinned there because the one guy was like in the corner and he was being stared down by two dudes and then uh i'm not gonna name drop who's the dumb fuck but someone yelled at him and got their attention and next thing you know they all look at us and there's all of us dumb fucks standing on top of this thing, watching them. Next thing you know, they run. The three guys run. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They're going to come over here and kill all of us. So I'm running, and I jump down the rope. The rope breaks. And then we got to shimmy motherfuckers down, like, onto one floor. And then work them down like fucking worker ants. We're just, like, bringing them down, helping everyone down. And eventually we get to the cars and get a skate. We had a skateboard. We had a, one skateboard and ran on foot to the cars, got the cars to the school, got the fuck out of there before anyone showed up. But that was one time where I was like, I am in the wrong place. This is a wrong place, wrong time situation. And I just had a feeling that those guys that looked at us were totally not to be fucked with. That, that and the other time I got like douche chills, like death vibes, like like you're a buy a person that will kill you no problem mm-hmm. was whenever we were in uh new mexico or arizona and we had to stop at the one gas station in like 60 miles in Which the bottom one? of the desert we we're in the bottom of the desert surrounded by the peninsulas and stuff and we saw i'm i'm telling you man those two were cartel guys that were talking the there was two uh mexican gentlemen on the across the parking lot I was pumping gas. Was this in Albuquerque? No. At night? This was on the way to... Uh, in the daylight. Yes. This was on the way to... This is right before sunset on oh, the wait, way to Oh, wait. Was it the Vegas. bathroom I had to go in? Uh, No, you stayed in the car. I just got out and pumped gas, and I looked at you like, don't make any eye contact, because there was two guys that were definitely cartel. They wouldn't mess with me. I know they wouldn't mess with you. They, and they probably with, wouldn't mess with me they either. They mess with people who mess with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing. Respect. Whenever you see... I respect the cartel. Oh, I respect I the cartel too. I just want that to too. go out there. I'll respect the cartel <laughs> as well. 
Um, these guys, or I'm talking, you know, like the shirts your dad, your the shirts your dad wears sometimes, where it's like the ones from freaking. Uh, it's like that stiff collar. Yeah, it's, it's like, they're all from Buckle. We're talking like those guys. We're talking like three hundred to five hundred dollars shirts. Yeah, and they had like. I don't even know what these boots were made out of, alligator or something, but they were just pieced up, had some sick armored out trucks, and one is spitting the shit to the other guy while he's leaned up against his truck, and they're, like, talking and everything, and then they, like, shake hands, immediately hop in his truck and back out, and the other guy backs out afterwards and looks at me, and I'm just like, I'm just pumping gas. I didn't, I don't understand what you're saying, man. Don't, I don't know anything. That's going on. What car were, were the, we driving? A Prius? Was that the Prius? Uh, did we take the Prius? No, we took the Camry. We took the Camry out to Yours? Vegas. No, yeah. it was a Corolla. Yeah, it was the Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. Camry Corolla. Yeah, but yeah. There's took, a difference. There is a huge difference. We took the Corolla. Yeah. And I remember just seeing those guys. I was like, nope. Just act like you don't. You're not paying attention to anything that's going on over there. You just get those feelings like those guys don't fuck around. And we were the only other people within 40 miles of them. Why did they meet there? They met there to have this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Or they ran into each other at the gas station. 40 miles from all civilization. Yeah. I mean, if they're both passing. Fancy fucking seeing you here, bud. Exactly. I'd get out and have a whole conversation if I ran into someone in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and I barely run into people at fucking Walmart, so that's what I'm saying. I just don't believe it. Oh. I, just had, I just had that vibe of like, nah. Well, I didn't tell you. Okay, well, I did tell you about this. The uh, I drove to Texas one time by myself with William, and how old was he? Like a year and, I don't know, a year and four months? Is, are those photos on the wall? That's No, Luke wasn't there. Oh. So, yeah, he must have been just a year and a few months because I drove down a second time. So I went down to Texas, drove by myself with William, and then on the way back, I'm like, you know what? Sorry. (laughs) You know what? Yawning. Um, So I decided to take the way that I've never taken before because I'm like, I need to stay awake this whole time because that's really important. So I decided <laughs> I decided that I needed to go through like uh Arkansas and up that way to Missouri. Um and like so I was driving uh what way east through Texas and I stopped at this gas station. I'm like, "Okay, I'll just get off at the next exit and get gas whatever, so then I'll fill up for the rest of the way." And I get off at this exit and I'm at this gas station and you know, I'm not. I'm obviously not leaving William in the car, no matter where I am, mm-hmm. to go inside anywhere. That's and good I, to know. I need a snack. Okay, so I grab William, and I'm like, we're gonna go inside, get a snack, and then I'm gonna get back in the car, get the gas, and we'll leave. So I go in, and I'm walking inside with William, and I can just feel all these eyes on me, and I'm like, this is uncomfortable. People are staring at me. And mind you, whenever I drive places, I'm usually just wearing like leggings, a t-shirt, and a hoodie, and that's it. And, like, you know, my shoes, tennis shoes, usually. So I'm not dressed weird, and William's, like, just in regular clothes. So there's no reason for people to stare at a woman bringing her child in. I go in, there's, like, a bunch of sketchy people everywhere. 
I just grab like, I don't know, three king size Kit Kats, a sweet tea, some barbecue twisted Lay's, <laughs> Fritos, whatever. And, uh, and then I grab William like a pack of donuts or something and his milk. And so we leave and I'm walking back out and I get my gas and then I'm looking and there's like people sitting in the back of this truck, like staring at me and like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure they were all related in a bad way. Mm. Yeah. And then as like, before I drove off, I was like, where am I? <laughs> Just so I know where I'm at. So I type in the town I'm in and guess what? Hmm. It's one of the most dangerous towns in Texas. <laughs> it's called New Boston. If you want to <laughs> if you want to look it up literally, um if you look up New Boston, Texas and hit images, it's all pictures of prison inmates. <laughs> oh no shit. I was like, of course I would be there. What's that prison that we drove by in Oklahoma called? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember that. And there's like the old version of it that looks like it's really like a cartoony version of the prison. No. But there's like an old prison where it looks like there'd just be people in black and white hitting rocks on the other side of the wall. I don't remember. I was asleep a lot of the time in the car if I didn't have to drive. One time Ian drove us back from Colorado in a snowstorm. And it was like a blizzard and we were driving a Ford Focus, so that didn't help. And it <laughs> probably needed new tires, you know, 18, don't care about the well-being of my vehicle. So anyways, we're driving and it's there's so much snow all over and uh, it was like you go through the mountain and then there's no snow and then you go through it again and then all of a sudden there's snow and I'm just asleep in the, like, passenger seat and i'm just just so peaceful you know like just experience colorado for the first time and yeah it's cold out but i'm all warm in my car meanwhile ian is like holding on for dear life <laughs> like lizzie wake up wake up we're gonna go off the side of the mountain <laughs> he's like <laughs> not sure if we're gonna even make it alive because for some reason they don't put guardrails everywhere no, on the sides of the mountain and there's no street reason, lights they don't because there's anyone. no electricity <laughs> they don't expect anyone driving a goddamn ford focus <laughs> rear wheel drive ford focus in, in the middle blizzard? of january yeah <laughs> on the side of a mountain we also when ian and i went there i don't think either one of us checked the weather before nope. we left no, they had the worst snow of the year happen uh, literally an hour before yeah. we were going to leave. There was already a foot of snow on the ground. Yeah. Thank God for the one guy. That one Got guy. Got out and helped us push my car. Shouts out to Mr. Carhart that jumped out of the fucking truck and was like, you guys seem stuck. And I'm like, yes, sir, we are. And he goes, I got you. Hold on. And he got a shovel, started digging out from behind the wheels, threw some gravel down behind the wheels. And then got in the back with me and started pushing the damn thing. Got it out of there. And then he guided us. We followed him and his plow down the street to get to the main road. Yeah. And then I had to get out numerous times. It was like <laughs> it was fucking chaos. We, we pushed my car so many times. How ma and the guy behind us there, he was like, yeah, man, I got to get to work. You got to get out of my way. And he starts pushing the car with me. Yeah. I was like, sorry about that. He's like, no, you're good. Just be careful. Because... You're because probably gonna die today. We're idiots, yeah. yeah. Like he was like <laughs> we I didn't Godspeed. Even, I didn't even like pack anything that was like really suitable that was another to one wear of the most there. Dangerous situations we've ever been in was that that was not okay. 
It was okay. No. It was fine. You went to bed. You fell asleep. Yeah. I would go through it was one so side peaceful. of the mountain from Glenwood Springs. Just, it looks like Star Wars hitting hyperspeed. All the stars just, pew, the way the snow is just hitting the windshield. Yeah. Can't see anything. And it's dark because it was like five in the morning. And then you go through a tunnel and then you come out the other side on the mountain. And it's just no snow. That's so cool. It's not snowing. Then you go through the other tunnel. On You only drove like 200 feet. Go through another tunnel. And it's a fucking blizzard on the other side of the mountain. Just insanity. And then... It's the best. There was one spot I'll never forget. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Was a frozen waterfall. Whenever you were... You, you woke literally me were up. just waking up. Yeah. I woke you up to see it. Yeah. Remember how blue yeah. it was? And I said... I'm kind of mad that you're waking me up. Yeah, but <laughs> you will never forget that waterfall. It was super cool. I was really tired. I had to let you know, and you had to wake up for at least one second. I was just in the middle of a two-hour anxiety attack, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, the sun's, like, up. What you were, happened? You were like, maybe I believe in ghosts. <laughs> you're just getting so scared. Dude, All this negative energy. A, that was not fun. That sucked. That was fucking terrifying. That's so funny. Shouts out to Glenwood Springs. I want to go to... I looked it up. I want to go back to Aspen. Well, that's the thing. We're going to go. We're going to go. But we're going to stop. get like one of those hot tub rooms. So I have a hot tub on a balcony in the middle of Aspen. I'm just going to sit there for six days. We're going to stop by Glenwood Springs. Okay. We're going to wrap this up in a second. Oh, fuck. I need to stop yawning. We're going to go to Aspen. We're going to stop at Glenwood Springs. We're going to go to the Italian Underground. And you're going to get that goddamn spaghetti again. And then... Is that what we're doing? (laughs) Yeah. And then we're going to Aspen. We're going to see if Rhino's Pizza is still kicking. And then we're going to smoke weed on the soccer field. And then maybe this time we're going to do some skiing and some snowboarding. Last time we could not because of the X Games. Yeah, but this time we're going to be able to do it. Oh, yeah, and last time if you wanted to do it, you could do it, but it cost you $1,200 a day to do it. If you didn't have any gear or anything, it was like 1200 bucks a day. I asked Josh. Not bad. Because I feel like that's pretty reasonable in Colorado, and their equipment was really nice. Well, yeah, but the thing it's is... It's not like Hidden Valley. It's not like fucking... It's not worth $1,200, though. In, in Hidden Valley, it's like, you can ski down this ice mountain at your own risk for $100. All you're doing is paying you're to paying use the You're paying to die at that point. Like, you know, you're paying to die in yeah. Hidden Valley. It's a sheet of ice. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah, I, you go I knocked and myself it actually out there. snows. Yeah, it's bad. I know. I, I was knocked unconscious. I still like to go. I did the thing where you do... We were just doing the short hill with the rope. Hold the well, rope. That's stupid. Up. That one sucks. No, it's not because what you did, it was it was quick and easy because what you did was you'd go up. How old were you? You drop over. I was probably thirteen. But you, you what you do is you drop in and you go to the middle, the big ass hill, the speed hill, right? Where there's no obstacles, it's just straight down. So what you do is you drop in from the rope side, go immediately to the middle because you dip down under the lift, and then you cross back under the lift. Where it drops and you ramp it, that dip. I know under. what you're talking about. So I would do that. I'd go and go, but this time I wanted to get crazy. I wanted to do. I would jump up and do like an indie, or I'd do like a little melon grab and just land it, 
On a snowboard or skis? Snowboard. Okay. So you jump up, do like a melt. <laughs> like you're out so, here on skis. Like. So you reach down, grab the board. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I was hot shit. And then I tried doing it, but in a 360. I tried spinning like a backside. <laughs> I tried doing a backside indie. The thing is, is when I went up, all of a sudden the board was no longer between me and the ground. It was between me and infinity going straight ahead. <laughs> and my back was to the ground. And I landed on my, my fucking neck. And apparently I was out for like two minutes because I wake up to some fucking weird, some John Lennon looking guy dragged my ass. My First off. And he says, so this is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off your helmet. And no, that's dude. What happening. I was, I was knocked unconscious. Nobody bats an eye that some random fucking guy just comes over and is like, come on, kid, and starts dragging me. Just drags me over to the side, leans me up against a tree, and he was like the fucking dude from Harry Potter. I come to, and he puts chocolate in my face. He goes, eat this, you'll feel better. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I ate, ate the chocolate. You're, you're like, eat this, and you punch with <laughs> balls. I was like, he had to take a Hershey's. I opened it. I ate it. It was good. No. But... Then I was like, Ian, that's terrible. You were 13. You knew better than to take chocolate from a stranger. I could have totally fucked this guy up. But if you could have incapacitated me that's with not the what I thought chocolate. you were going to say. <laughs> 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 but no, I, I, I asked him, I was like, how long? I was like, what happened? He goes, you were knocked out. I was like, like knocked out. He, was like, you were he, knocked he out, didn't like, tell you movie. the full story. Like, oh. All right. Well, well, you know what? This seems like a good time to wrap it up. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds good. Hey, William, come here. You want to say bye? Come here. You want to talk? Come here, buddy. Yeah, come here. What am I looking at? Ready? Come here. What is That's that your right tablet there? right there? Yeah. Okay, William. Why don't you say bye? Barking. Say bye to everyone on the microphone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say see you next time. Bye-bye. Right. See you guys.